You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Bringing a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We still have a lot of baseball games going on right now. We'll keep you updated on all those. We'll take your phone calls on just a real bizarre game that I think is going to spark a lot of emotions in a lot of different ways. I think there's going to be really, really good, and there's going to be some what the hell is going on? I think that's the kind of the game this was tonight at 833-625-2278. Vince, you called it. What would you see? Well, I mean, it starts with the gaff by Luis Medina, which yep. is going to be out there for quite some time, and it cost the A's a run in a one-run game. That said, he did buckle down after that, and he pitched through some jams, and he did give the A's four innings, but too many pitches, not enough strikes, which is why he left after four innings and 84 pitches. I mean, after him with Perez and Pruitt and Snead and Felipe, I mean, two for 15 with runners in scoring position by your opponent, you feel like, you know, you've done your job on the mound and you need some help from the offense. And all Oakland could muster was the home run by Blade and the home run by Rooker. It was exciting to see Lawrence Butler drive one to deep left center field. But the A's had runners at second and third and nobody out of the seventh inning, and they couldn't get the job done. And then Nick Allen up with a – with Soderstrom at third base, now he's an average base runner at best in terms of speed. They were certainly pinching in. Maybe the A's were thinking about the suicide or the safety squeeze, but they weren't that comfortable with it in that spot. The A's failed to bring home the run. And then, you know, Lucas Ursag, I mean, what a time they'll give up your first big league home run. Struggled last night. We saw him after the game, you know, going back to the hotel last night. He certainly was down, and I just tried to remind him. Said, you know what? I mean, tomorrow's a new day. That's the beauty of playing this sport every single day. And then this hits him right in the face. One pitch gone, game over, totals in a minute. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one. How Marcotte handles the, you know, the Medina situation, I think he does that privately, but he does, you know, address it to the media to a certain extent. And I think he'll, you know, he'll say that he did do some things positively after that gaffe, but those kinds of things can't happen. And when you have a youthful team, you're going to see some things happen, but I certainly didn't expect to see that happen. So you are now not only playing broadcaster, but you're also playing sports psychologist for the Oakland Athletics now, too? Well, just, just trying to help out any way we can here, Tony. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, you're, the, you're at the top of that list for sure. <laughs> I got to ask you, because you have the benefit of being at the ballpark. We're at the, you know, we're at the mercy, I should say, of NBC Sports California. Um, Soderstrom gets the base hit into right center. You reference Butler's first ever hit, which is just a laser into left center. Doesn't hit hard off the wall. Why isn't Soderstrom scoring on that? Take us through what you saw. 
Well, first of all, Soderstrom's at first base. Yeah. Second of all, he, he's not fleet of foot. He's just not. And, you know, I think early in the game you're going to be aggressive. Eric Martin just talked about that often. I will be aggressive early in the game, but not necessarily with nobody out in a situation like that and feeling like you've got three more guys that should get the job done to get a run home in, in some way, shape, or form. And so I have no, I have no issue with that whatsoever. And, and I think well, that I, also I, may not, have I'm played. I'm not worried in, about the. I'm not worried about the third. I'm not third worried about third base. Call, I'm, I'm worried. What kind of read did Soderstrom get off the bat? And of course, we don't get to see that for, on television. Well, I mean, he he, he got a, what would be, I think, what would be considered a, a read by guys played, you know, 20 games in the big leagues. And a guy that's not known for being aggressive on the base pass. If you if you're asking me this question. And we're talking about young players. We're talking about Esther Ruiz. We're talking about Zach Geloff. It might be a different story, but I don't think it's that's the case with Tyler. I think he read it as best he could, and I think the Aces felt like we're not going to take a chance here with nobody out. And then I'll give you one in the eighth inning, and it always it, it comes back to haunt you in close games with relievers is when you fall off the mound after your, your delivery, the bump base hit by Alou, the second batter. That hurts, and I know Felipe's been lights out, but it's always tough when a guy releases and falls off the mound. We always forget that once a guy releases the ball as a pitcher, you're an extra defender too, and that hurt the A's. Yeah, it did, but you got to give Plus a little credit to lead off too. Well, the, the leadoff walk is more is more of the issue there, you know, to Stone Garrett on a you know a three two pitch, but Alou with a very narrow lane found the lane he had. Diaz, who's inexperienced at third base, in maybe a step on the grass. And you've got Nick Allen shading up the middle, and he's playing back. So there really wasn't a spot for, you know, Diaz to make that play. Maybe maybe he makes that play down the road. I'm not so sure if he does or doesn't. Uh, it just was, I, to me, watching it happen live, I just thought it was a terrific bunt by Jake Alou. He just put it in the right spot. And, yeah, certainly the, the pitcher falling off a little bit does that. But, look, Alou's not – uh, Felipe is not the only person that does that. I mean, mo- yeah. very few pitchers actually get themselves in that traditional Jim Cott, Greg Maddox kind of, you know, Mike Messina fielding position. And so you got to give credit to the young player who's making the most of this opportunity. And he had a real narrow lane to get it down, and I thought he got that done. Yeah, it's the little things in these close games that you For look sure. at. And J.J. Bladé, I mean, if there's one thing, I, look, I think of his, his two at-bats. His first at-bat, he drove that. I mean, that's a big ballpark there in the middle. I mean, he crushed it. It's a fly out to center. Then his next at-bat, it, it's a home run. And then, of course, the diving catch. J.J. Bladé showed me once again tonight I know I don't love the batting average, but I know I want to keep seeing him play. I want to see him play every. I want to see him play every day. Yeah, and you'll you'll see him play a lot for sure. I mean, he he has, he's earned that right. And now with with Butler here, and you believe we don't know for sure, but we believe that Butler will be with the team in St. Louis on Monday after the paternity leave ends for Tony Kemp, and he's back on the active roster. And the A's have to make a different move for that. So uh, who that is, it it, it really is anybody's guess at this point if in fact that's the the path that they choose to do but yeah JJ has a plus arm he has shown power he's shown uh, some decent uh, discipline at the plate with some walks Uh, he's gotten opportunities against left-handers 
So that, that's built up the foundation as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I said this a few days ago, Townie, in regard to Blade. Look at his numbers last year with the Marlins. And look at his numbers so far this year with the A's. Now, it's not dramatic, but it is an increase. It is better success with batting average. It is better success with on base. It is better success with slugging. And those are the kind of things that you're looking for right now. You're looking for incremental growth from these players to where they can really kind of set themselves and hopefully take off. But he's had enough big moments. And, look, he, he made a terrific catch yeah. in, in the third inning, which you know may have been something that we we're going to look back on as something that helped the A's win this game. But it was he's got all the athleticism. The one thing I would say about J.J. that I think needs to improve, and I know you've talked about this as well, and that is going back on the baseball particularly close to the wall, not being afraid of the padding, not being afraid of, of making that play and crashing into the wall. And I think that hopefully will come with time. We saw him working some on that today with Mike Aldretti pregame. So if, if I'm looking for something that I want to see uh, other than just playing to get better but seeing a part of his game that needs to improve, that's something that I recognize and I think he does too, and they're trying to address it. And I know it was a couple hours ago, and a lot of people may forget it, but Zach Geloff with another extra base hit. Yeah, yeah. and you know, what I love about him is last night his double was to right field, and tonight the double was to left field. And that's what makes Zach Geloff so much fun to watch right now because he he's, has the ability to use the entire field. He goes from foul line to foul line. And over time, that, that opens up holes. You know, it opens up the plate for you. They, pitchers can't go to one specific area to try to get you out. And that gives him an opportunity to, to do the kind of things that he's been doing. It's so much fun to watch. And we said it tonight, Tony, Alex, and I. You look at you look at Geloff, you look at Soderstrom, you look at Butler, you look at Diaz. Uh, these guys like to swing the bat. I mean, they come up ready to hack. And, you know, that it will be exposed to a certain degree, but you like the aggressiveness, and you just want them to, to be themselves and, and learn as they go through this process. Great stuff. Uh, turn around early tomorrow, so we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow morning. Sounds great, Tony. So long. The, we have Vince Catronio from Washington, D.C., Nationals Park, where the A's lose this one 3-2. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Another thing to look at, pretty basic, is when you look at the two different efforts tonight on the mound. Something that, unfortunately, we have seen a lot of, and we continue to see it night in, night out, not only with the athletics, but also in baseball. When your starters don't go deep. And then you got to go, you start it with Medina, and then Perez comes in, who you just picked up. And then you got to go to Pruitt, and then you got to go to Sneed, and then you got to go Felipe, and then you got to go Ursag. You can't say it enough. You may have the data that says the, the reliever coming in, unknown reliever coming in versus starter, when starter has been through the lineup X amount of times, that reliever is going to be better. I know these numbers that they will throw at us. But you relied on one, two, three, four, five, six guys tonight. Six. And I'm going to be real. I mean, to be really honest, A's are lucky they only gave up three. They're lucky. This thing could have gotten out of hand. As Vince said, what were they with runners in scoring position? 
just want to check here. Because, I mean, this thing could have been bad. Uh, Yeah, they were two for 15. If you were keeping score tonight, they had guys on base every single inning but the fifth inning. The fifth inning was the only inning the Nationals didn't have a guy on base. Multiple times had the bases loaded. They had the bases loaded in the fourth, the sixth, and the eighth. So, yeah, I guess I'll give everybody kind of credit. But in the end, I don't think you get credit when you're 33 and 84 and you only gave up three and they, they went two for two for 15 with Rosa. This thing could have been ugly. They were always one hit away from breaking this thing open. And that's what happens when you use six different pitchers. How many pitchers did the Nationals use tonight? And I know that uh, Irvin going tonight for them, Jake Irvin, is a rookie. He's 26, but he's a rookie. He went six and two-thirds. They they threw three pitchers. That's conventional now. Six and two-thirds. Almost gave you a complete seven. Two more relievers. Ball game over. See you later. We'll see you tomorrow. That's what they did. Now they got the dramatic walk-off Ruiz's first career walk-off home run. But, I mean, that that's three pitchers. Who are you going to bet on a nightly bet? If we went into this game tonight and I said, all right, we're going to put some money down on this. Are you going to bet the team that pitches three guys? Or are you going to bet the team that pitches six guys? How would you bet? The number 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And we have to address the Medina situation. And are we all a little tired of hearing about guys are young? I'll explain next right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Pitch. There's a swing and a drive to center. That's hit well. Call is going back. He's to the track. He's turning around, and that ball is gone. 
J.J. Bleday just the left of straightaway center. A solo shot with one out here at the top of the third. And the A's have tied this game at one. Boy, he put a charge into that baseball in a one-two pitch. His 10th of the year, one-to-one here in the third inning. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. I don't know how tonight's game doesn't excite you. And I don't know how tonight's game doesn't make you angry. And that's what entertainment is, right? So technically, no matter what the record is, this is what the young players bring. They bring you entertainment. And good entertainment makes you happy, makes you sad, makes you cry, makes you laugh. That's what good entertainment is. You got all that tonight. You got all of it tonight. I've been saying it. If you listen to this show, you learn something when you listen to this show. I've been telling you, you're crazy if you don't play J.J. Blade on a consistent basis. It's just, it's just, it's not right. How he was handled earlier in the season, not right. You traded for him. You gave up A.J. Puck for him. You know the credentials. You know the belief and the ability. Well, the only the only way you're going to find out if it's all real is by playing him on a consistent basis and see if he can handle playing every day, making adjustments. And he's starting to do that. And he can play defensively. Can he hit on a consistent basis? He's got power. You're seeing it. And Butler, what a laser off the wall. Just a laser off the wall. That was so close to being gone. I do wonder, like, and I like to see the feed now, to be fair, really, to Vince. Play-by-play guys, they follow the baseball, so you don't actually see. Like, if we could go back and see the video, like, what kind of jump? Soderstrom is not that slow. Or maybe he is. I always thought he was a pretty good athlete. That's what we've been sold. I don't know how he – I don't know how he – I mean, ball hits off the crack of the bat he should be running. And he barely gets to third? I'm just, I'm just questioning the jump, the read off the bat, and the jump. Now, if you don't want to score him, that's fine. But if you go back and watch the highlight, he was just getting to third base, and you're like, this is it? Like, everybody was surprised. I'm actually watching a thing called MLB Big Inning where it's got, let's see, we got three. They constantly have games on, and they flipped all the games. It's their cheapy highlight show at night on MLB Network. So when they flip to our game, when that happened, they were talking about surprise that he wasn't scoring. So it's just not me. It's like if you're watching on TV, you're like, how's he not at least rounding third and they're holding him up? Like he's just getting to third? Like you're not that slow. That's another run. And I do believe, by the way, I do believe and I disagree with Vince. You got to be able to feed your field your position. And when guys throw and fall off to the left, or if you're a left-hander and you throw it and you fall off to the right, falling off big time, 
I know it's the way you throw, but it really hurts you defensively. It really does. Because look what you had in the eighth inning. Walk, to start the inning, walk, bunt, base, hit. Now, you have an opportunity by fielding your position, if you don't fall off the mound, to pick that ball up and throw Garrett out at second. That's the runner that scored. Folks, these little small things all matter in a 3-2 game. But because you fall off the mound, he bunts it to your right, you've got no chance to make a play or get an out, everybody's safe. And then you go walk, base hit, next thing you know they've scored a run. It's a legitimate thing to look at. These things are, I mean, these little things have to be analyzed when it's 3-2. to two. But getting back to Medina, they, they should chew his ass. And excuse my language, but they should chew him. And I don't care if they did it in the dugout and, and NBC just didn't show us. There is a time and a place where you need to let somebody know that your actions on the field of play are not acceptable. And I don't care how hard you throw. I don't care what kind of talent you have. I don't care if you're the future. We will not play baseball like that while you're in this uniform. There is a standard that has to be set on how we play the game as an organization. Nobody wants to. I don't know why people want to use the young thing. My God, he's 24 years old. He's 24. I believe he's married to a doctor and has a kid. I mean, we're, we're acting like, I mean, the guy's been playing baseball since he's 16 professionally. And I know you sign and you play down there. Then he come here. To, by 2019, you're here playing in the Yankees system. You're trying to tell me from 19, I don't know what he was doing in 20 during COVID, but 21, 22, where we are, he has, he doesn't know. He needs to get over and make that out. Come on. I The whole, if you're going to play young players, you do understand they're not stupid. We treat young players, it's almost disrespectful. Oh, they're just young. They don't know any better. Really? You think these guys are that dumb? That's a bad – what it is is a poor decision, right? He's feeling himself, as Dennis Eckersley would say. He's feeling himself. So when he gets that ball, he's done PFP hundreds of times. He practiced that, practiced that hundreds of times. He knows what he needs to do. He Cadillac'd it. He's feeling himself. He's in the big leagues. That's why he needs to be chewed. And when we get tonight – Mark Kotze, Mark Kotze needs to let us know how he handled that. Because if your guys continue to play like that, if they continue to throw to wrong bases, run at the wrong time, not be it, not knowing game situations, we can go on and on, not hit cutoff men, all this kind of, it's an indictment on your coaching staff, it's an indictment on your organization, and it's an indictment on all your minor league coaches. 
And everybody just goes, oh, guys are young. No, you're not doing your job. And your job is to teach people how to play Oakland A's baseball. And if you're not doing it, look yourself in the mirror. If your guys don't understand how to play, they don't understand the rules, they don't understand situations, they're hot-dogging, whatever it may be, that's on you, the organization. So that's why I'm, I'm very curious to know what Mark Kotze is going to say to the media. And I guarantee you we're going to talk to, talk to him next week on the Mark Kotze show. I'm, an, I'm very adamant. I'm a very adamant. Like, what did you do? How do you handle this? How do you make sure no one else is doing this? How do you relay this down? Hey, fielding your position as a pitcher, it's been a problem. It's been a problem. And you know what? Kirby Sneed recently just screwed up. And you know what happened the next day, which all of you didn't get to see? They went out and did PFP practice. Pitchers fielding practice the next day. Think about that. Kirby Sneed boots it against Texas. The next day, they're doing pitchers fielding practice, and then this happens today. How many times do we need to do this, boys? I mean, there needs to be a message to everybody. This is not acceptable. Just not to Luis Medina, to everybody. This is where leadership comes in. You know how this works at your at your job. If somebody screws up, what happens? Does your boss just let it go? And everybody knows? Wow. Boss just let that go. Not a big deal, huh? How, how does it work from there? Or if you have a good boss... The way they handle it, maybe you handle it in private, but this is something that's different than pulling somebody into the office. This is something that you just saw Kirby Sneed not be able to field his position. You, you, you just had that, like, like, this is something that everybody needs to know. Gentlemen, you're supposed to be able to field your position and help us get outs for you to help us win the game. That is your job. Once you throw the ball, you still have responsibilities. And I'm very curious how he, Mark Kotze, the manager, Scott Emerson, even if you're the manager and you want this is what coach, this is what your position coach is also there for, too. Mark Kotze can address the room, he can address Medina. In his office, the pitching coach, Scott Emerson, better be so up his you-know-what tonight, it must be unbelievable because that's what the position coach, that's what your pitching coach does, that's what your hitting coach does, that's what the quarterback coach does, wide receiver, running back, linebacker, whatever the position coach, he's the one that re- because you embarrassed him. You not doing your job embarrasses your coach. So that coach better, I mean, Scott Emerson, your pitchers aren't fielding very well. God knows if I look at their ERAs, they're not pitching well either. This is coaching, man. I wonder how it was handled. 
All right, we want to hear from you, 833-625-2278. I, I was fired up to talk about Bladet. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm all in on Bladet. I want to talk Bladet. I want to talk Butler. I want to talk about these kids. These kids can be exciting, but, man, this other stuff happens. Like, wow, so many emotions in this game. Your phone call's next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips, like to family dinner the next town over, or to a family wedding the next next town over, or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma, especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. You need to redo your wardrobe, especially for summer. They got new colors, new styles. Summer is here. The polos, unbelievable. The shorts, you name it, we got our new order. My wife is the happiest one out of all of us because I look better, thanks to Link Soul. And they've got unbelievable deals right now for the summer. So what are you waiting for? Shirts, polos, shorts, you name it. You go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. In the line drive into left center field on the run is Blade goes into a dive and he caught it. What a play by JJ Blade! Full extension in left center field, takes extra bases and a certain run away from the Nationals to end the bottom of the third. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. You know, I I I start to wonder just from a defensive standpoint. If you're going to have Butler and you're going to have Bladet, and both these guys, I haven't seen a lot of Butler. I got to see some in spring training. I do think spring training matters what you see because you're looking at an athlete and what does a guy got? I know people try to go, it's just spring training. A game's a game, right? You can see if a guy can run, if a guy can throw. It's still a game. I know the games don't mean anything. Well, they mean mean something for guys that are trying to make the team. But if I'm watching a game, I can see I can see the skill set. Butler's got the skill set. Blade has the skill set. These are two good size athletes. And that's what the A's need to have. 
You're talking about one guy is 6'3", the other guy is 6'2". Butler and Blade are athletes. Then that takes me back to Ruiz. Like, we see Butler in center field. We've seen Blade in center field. You just start to wonder, how's center field? How's this... How's this thing going to shake out with Ruiz? And unfortunately for Esty, he went into tonight. His last six games since returning from the IL, three for 21, that's 143, pops out tonight. Now that's going to be a question. Where do you play him? I mean, everybody said center field, but already, look, you've seen Blade in center field. You're not going to see Butler in center field. How they're going to do this, I'm going to be fascinated to watch. Will it end up being Ruiz in left field? Who's going to play right? Butler plays a lot of right, so will Blade be the long long term? Or will they continue to force Ruiz in there and flank him with Blade and Butler? Whatever, just play them all. Play them all and play them every day. That's all I want. Play the young guy. Butler, do not send him back down. Do not send him back down. Yeah, and you know what? Let's not forget Geloff with another double. Geloff's OPS right now is 880. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. But normally at this time, I don't play Mark Kotze this early. But I'm real interested to see what he says. So the number is 833-625-2278. Here is the manager, Mark Kotze. Uh, I looked up and the ball was going over the fence. That's what I saw. So, um, you know, <clears throat> tonight we uh, we beat ourselves. Um, you know, they're in the eighth inning. Um, you know, not, not being able to feel the bun and, um, you know, walking the leadoff hitter. So, ball. Just all the all the things that add up to you know um, a little bit of inexperience, a little bit of not being in the moment, and uh, you know going through this um, with uh, a young roster right now. What did you see from Medina tonight? Pitching and out of trouble. Yeah, you know I think that um, that second inning on the ground ball um, impacted his focus, got him distracted a little bit, and uh, you know it's a mistake that uh, probably won't ever happen again in his career. Uh, I know he was embarrassed by it, um, which uh, rightfully so. It's, uh, you know, it's a play that uh, needs to be made, and uh, it's it's a mental error at that moment, and it ended up costing us a run. So, um, you know, overall, he, he just uh, he got out of innings. He was in trouble. Um, you know, this team, they, they don't strike out, and they put the ball in play. They work counts, and they battle. Their bats pretty well, so um, you know at that point in the fourth inning, it felt uh, time to go to the bullpen, and and uh, Perez came in, did a nice job. Uh, we just called him up, and and uh, you know Pruitt coming in, getting him out of that jam as well. So you know for the most part, the bullpen did a good job. Along those lines, it seemed like you guys you know were able to bear down when necessary for most of the game tonight, pitching wise. Once they once they kind of got a little bit a little uh, little bit of traffic there. Yeah, they they did, and uh, you know Pruitt's got. A ton of experience. He's a guy we've got a lot of confidence in in those situations coming in, um, and did a, did a great job. So, you know Kirby Snead as well. Um, you know we can't add on to leads, and and it ended up getting us again tonight. We had second and third, nobody out. We had a 
roll over to the shortstop with a 2-0 count. Uh, we strike out um, and just you know don't get don't get to add on and, and really that impacts uh, puts pressure on the backside of the bullpen and, and with a one run lead you know the mistakes show up and uh, that's how you lose baseball games. Nice to see Butler get his first hit. Really nice. That ball was uh, really well driven, uh, loud off the bat, and uh, you know obviously a big moment for that kid. Here's the deal: we don't have beat writers anymore. So you just have generic East Coast people asking generic questions like the AP guy. Because if you had somebody there who followed the team, like, what would you say to Medina? Did you have a conversation with him? Did the pitching coach have a conversation with him? Like you said, he's embarrassed. Well, what do you mean he's embarrassed? What did he say to you? Now we're not going to get anybody talking to Medina. Just unfortunately, what's happening as newspapers are dying, we just don't have the writers anymore who are going to ask the questions that are relevant. These are, you know, you want, I get it. They they just need generic quotes to put into their stories. We need somebody to go, well, what did you say to him? What do you mean he's not going to do it again? How do you know that? Why, why, you know, what what did he say to you? When, when did you talk to him? Did you talk to him in the dugout? Did you talk to him in your office? Did you talk to the other pitchers? Like, how did you handle the situation? None of that. By the way, you're going to hear this, and I'm going to keep telling you this. The excuse that we're young now. As we know, baseball players are more mature than they've ever been coming to the big leagues. They have played more baseball as amateurs than they've ever played before. Travel ball, tournaments. These guys have played more baseball who are coming up than we've ever seen in the history of baseball. And I'll throw in, didn't we just have a bunch of veteran guys, 30-year-olds, And we all still made mistakes. What were we saying when we had Jesus Aguilar and Jace Peterson and Alebmus Diaz every day and Tony Kemp? And uh, these guys are all 30 plus. And we had we we lost games and made bad mistakes. So and, and there were times when we tried to blame it on youth then, too. But I'm like, I kept going over the roster. These guys are young. Rooker. Rooker, Rooker's 28. Do you guys realize Seth Brown is 31 years old? I mean, you just go through it. Like, what? Where, where are all these young guys? So we went from older guys making mistakes and losing to now calling it, oh, it's young guys. Okay. Greg and Slow. Greg, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hmm. Greg. All fired up tonight. What's up? I just said, "What's cracking, brother? You're all fired up tonight." Yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, it was an entertaining game. I think there was a lot of good and there was a lot of frustrating. Hey, for 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 two teams, one team that's thirty three and eighty four, and the other team is fifty two and sixty six. There was a lot of action and a lot of different things and a lot of Harry Houdini and just some some downright bad stuff. Uh, an emotional game on a Saturday night. Yeah, I, like you said, we care. There's no doubt about it. We wouldn't be all fired up if we didn't care. But um, 
unfortunately, we, we, we come out on the short end of the stick in another one-run game. And, um, uh, you know, w- when, you, when you win, you, you, you're going to talk about more of the positive stuff in a game like today. When you lose, you know, the, uh, the ugly stuff kind of the, – the bad plays kind of rear their ugly head, so to speak. And, you know, talking about the Medina play and, um, you know, it's just – it's a frustrating deal, but I'm not sure there's a lot Kotze and, and and guys can do when it comes to actually, like you said, chewing a guy out. I mean, I hear you. I, I like the fire, and I, I I like when guys, you know, we talk about kicking over a Gatorade cooler, you know, punching a chalkboard, you know. But, you know, when a team's 51 games under 500, I, I don't think that really makes a dent. I mean, record doesn't matter. Be better. Record doesn't matter. Yeah, what does the record it matter? It does, though, Tony. Not, no, not when you're teaching. Not when you're teaching. No, this record means nothing to Luis Medina. What he did tonight has nothing. For his future, this record means nothing. I guarantee you, one of the coaches, whether it's Kotze or it's Emerson, they got into him tonight. I guarantee it. The record has nothing to do with it. How you play the game on a nightly basis, especially for a guy who's trying to earn his spots, I guarantee you. Yeah, it does mean something. I totally disagree. I just don't think it makes a dent. Of course, they're going to say something to him about it, but it's not going to affect Medina's future. He's the future of this of this ball club, and we don't got any arms. Our pitching sucks. I didn't this say that. I didn't say end. that. I didn't say. Listen, if you're a student and you do something stupid, the teacher's not going to stop teaching you, but they got to tell you when you're stupid so you'll be better at school. There's no difference. You went to school. I'm sure you were smart. I'm sure you got good grades. But if one day you showed up and you did something really stupid, your teacher is not going to stop teaching you, and your teacher doesn't think you're not going to graduate from high school, but you're, they're going to pull you aside, and they're going to discipline you, or they're going to they're let you know you did something stupid. It's no different here. Teaching, yes, I agree. Chewing a guy's ass in front of a bunch of players, it ain't going to make a dent. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, hey, went, yeah, uh, okay, all right, all right. What, all. what the hell do and, I know? I've only been doing this for all these years. What, what do well, I, I just know? Heard I just heard Kotze in the post game interview. I, I didn't, I didn't really hear anything that, and maybe they didn't ask the right questions. I hear that, and I hope you. They ask didn't them. even ask him. Ask they them. didn't even ask him. What did you say? What did you say? What did you guys talk about? Did you talk to him? They didn't even ask him. When you ask them, I'd love to hear it. Because like I said, I'm all for kick a Gatorade bottle over and punch a chalkboard. I've, I've said that for years. I'm, I'm totally into that. I, like I don't that need fire. you to kick My a Gatorade bottle. I need you to address this with this young man that that's not acceptable. Yeah, that You need to address with this young And all the pitchers need to know. And it comes from the really the position coach. It should come from Scott Emerson. Because right now... We're seeing multiple times now pitchers having issues beyond throwing the baseball. It's fielding their position. And that's where the pitching coach has got to come in and be like, this isn't acceptable. I've already seen Kirby Sneed mess it up, and the next day they had them all there out there practicing. So teaching does matter. No, I, I mean, you, you look at these guys trying to pick guys off. They, they, they throw balls away. So it's – you know, we're, we're talking about day one stuff with a team that's 51 games under 500. And, again, you want to talk about the coaching and managing, we can say what we want about Mark Kotze. There's nothing that's made me go, oh, Mark Kotze, this is the great manager, Mark Kotze. You know, he's came from, you know, the, the Bob Melvin tree of managing. How's Bob Melvin working out right now? Not too good. So, 
there's nothing that jumps out at me that makes me go like, oh, man, this great teaching moment. And, uh, you know, Kotze's the right guy. And Scott Emerson, you know, you know, the, you know Major League Baseball and the feel for Major League Baseball more than any of us. So I, I, I totally admit that. I don't know what the sentiment is about Mark Kotze as a manager around Major League Baseball. I mean, he's, he, he's in a tough spot. He's managing a team that's absolutely terrible. It's, just, it's a historically bad team. But on the other hand, giving him a pass and saying, oh, Mark Kotze is this great manager. He's a manager of the future. Like you said, it reflects on the team. They're a horrible defensive team. They can't hit. The ERA sucks. So, you know, again, I hear what you're saying and the frustration with Medina. My only point is I never said don't teach. I never said not to teach. My whole point was just chewing a guy's ass and when these guys are professional athletes and getting in his face and cussing them out, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if that's what you meant, but I just don't think that's going to make a dent. That was my only point. Well, I'll tell you what, if he had a 10-year, $200 million contract, that's one thing. He doesn't. Right. And I guarantee you, knowing how professional sports works, what do you want to do, Greg? You want to sit him down and say, you know what, Luis, let's sit down here and let's have a teachable moment. You know, tonight, you want to go over the video? Do you think you want? Do you want to sit him down and say, you know, Louis, you know, why don't we take a little time out? You think that's how they're going to handle it? You want to do a timeout? I, I, I think just four letter bump, four letter bumping him to death's not going to do anything either. I no, mean, you're going to get know. in. You're going to get in, and you're going <laughs> to let them know this is not how we play, and it's not acceptable. And everybody needs to know it's not acceptable. Everybody. That's how it works. That's how it works in every organization. It's not acceptable. You just can't. The, what you saw tonight was when he got the ball and the way he handled it, that is like, I'm telling you right now, I'm watching MLB Network as I'm watching our game at the same time. Albert Pujols was on tonight. Have you heard of Albert Pujols? <laughs> Have you heard of him? I'm just asking, have you heard of Albert Pujols? No, of course, of course I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so th that hack thinks it's un unacceptable. So if Albert, Albert Pujols, who knows a little thing about the game, thinks, yeah, that's unacceptable. Yeah, I, I, I think this is more than just let, let, let's set aside a guy and worry about his ego. and worry. Yeah, he should be embarrassed. He should be. I mean, this is this is – when you play a game like this, this is out for Albert Pujols is, is talking about you tonight. It's not a good look. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But but again, it's 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 a it's a bad defensive team. It's you know. Hey, and by the it, way, it, Luis it, Medina, we can sit here, we can sit here all we want, and talk about a big arm. Lots of dudes got big arms, but if Luis Medina and I was charting it tonight, once again, a lot of guys he didn't throw strike one to. Luis Medina is not some guaranteed going to be in baseball for the rest of his life if he doesn't throw strikes on a consistent basis. No, he's, he's wild, and he didn't have his best stuff tonight. But, you know, you still look up there, four innings pitch, one earned run for the A's. That's Cy Young. I mean, our, our pitching's absolutely terrible. So, you know, I, 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 I like Medina. I'm not ready to just, you know, DFM because of a, of a bonehead thing he did. But, you know, pulling him aside and, and, and coaching him up a little bit and getting in his ass. I'm, I'm, I'm trust me, Tony. I'm not against that at all. I'm just, you know, again, dog days, terrible team, no one's good defensively, 51 games under. I mean, I, that's that was my only point. I, I, I know you have every right to be fired up. Again, when Pujols is talking about you and it's negative, 
you're going to listen. Pujols is on first ballot all. Yeah, famous, forget so about forget I, about I'm, me. Forget about the boob taking calls at night. Albert Pujols is saying it. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. I, you know, one of the other reasons why I called Townie, and 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 it, was, it wasn't just about Medina, but I want to get your take on this Finnegan guy because I listened to the Washington Nationals broadcast tonight, and they were kind of ripping the A's that we just basically. I, I, again, I want to know the story from you about how it works, but I guess we had him. And you look up at his numbers. I mean, he's got a two-five ERA. He's got eighteen saves. He's six and three. Um, you know, he shut down the A's in the ninth. And uh, you know, the Nationals were kind of throwing cheap shots, saying, "Hey, how did Moneyball work with Finnegan?" So, what's the story with that guy? Because I, I, according to those guys, we had him. When the hell did we have him? I have no clue. I don't even remember. You, you, you got to look it up because they were ripping us a new one, saying, "How Moneyball work with Finnegan? Right? How that? You know, how good old Moneyball work? He was. A, I think we drafted him, if I'm not mistaken, is what the Nationals said. Uh, he was a six rounder in the 2013 draft. All right, <laughs> all right, 2013 draft, and you make it to the big leagues finally in 2020. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know the story. I just so I, by I, the way, he when, when so he makes it, he makes it in the COVID year, but his first official year, he doesn't make it to the big leagues until he makes it in the COVID year at twenty eight. But his first official year is twenty twenty one, at twenty nine years old. So is that really an indictment on the organization? <laughs> I would I would say no, but I was curious and I wanted to ask you tonight because of the way the Nationals were spinning it or their, their broadcasters were. So no, I I I I figure we just let him go and he bounced around to seven or eight different organizations. But I I don't know. I was, I mean, wondering was if a he... long. He's thirty one years old. You don't make it to the really the big leagues till you're twenty nine. I was guessing like was he in the was he in the Doolittle deal or was it that long ago? Like I I don't you know I don't I don't know, recall a lot of deals that the A's have done with the Nationals. So I, I you know who knows I just. I was curious to ask you because of the way they were kind of, hey, Moneyball, how Moneyball work? And it, it was they were they were kind of cheap shot in the A's. And I'm, I was I just, I don't know. I'm like, I, I got to ask Townie about that one. All right, he signed in 2009, December 8, 2019. He signed with the Washington Nationals. So he came all the way through our system. He spent 2019 between Midland and the Aviators. Became a free agent after the 2019 season. So he was in our minor league system for a long time. Wow. Well, I, I, I guess you got to give him credit. He's got good numbers. He had pretty good stuff. He's throwing about 98. I, 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 I tip your cap. He figured it hey, out. I, but I, yeah, te- te- hey, t- technically, we could need. We could use him right now. You better believe we could. No doubt about it. But I'm sure his numbers were terrible with the A's, just like Max Muncy and the Dodgers. I'm sure he couldn't, you know, he couldn't throw a Matt, strike. Matt, Matt, Max, Matt, 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 Max Muncy is is a is a – all you need to do is go look at Max Muncy's numbers. He goes from can't hit to 40 home run guy immediately. How does that work out? He, he could not hit the ball of the infield with the A's. He could not hit the ball of the infield. It was spring training. He was a joke. I got to tell you, I'm looking at Finnegan's numbers. For the most part, he actually did pretty well. Oh, through our, you mean through our system? Yeah. 
He was a 2014 Midwest League All-Star game. Uh, promotion to Midland Double A. Da da da. Spent 2015 with the Ports. He was well. He was nine and nine with a 5.44 ERA with the Ports. Then he was combined between Stockton and Midland, two and three with a 2.54. 2017. He's between Midland and uh, Nashville, going two and four with a 3.88. Split the season. He must have had an injury. I don't know. So we didn't we didn't deal him. Did we just release him? He just the national. Yeah, he signed as a he signed as a free agent with the uh, Nationals in 2019. Then made his debut in 2020, and then really his first full season at 29 years old was 2021. So. Give him credit for sticking around for a long time. You get drafted in 2013, and then your first year really in the bigs is at 29 years old. Remember, he's a high school guy. You came out of high school, and you're right. He's Me. a high. Oh no, 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 no. He ended up did going to college. Wait, in his sophomore year, where he enrolled at Texas State. Texas State. Yeah, and in his sophomore year, he threw a career high against. So he went to Texas State. So he is a college guy, but he did make his first full season until he was 29 years old. Stuff looked good. He had a good hard splitter, good good solid fastball. I mean, he, he you know, I, I I don't know if he made the All Star team this year. I'm not sure who rep the Nationals, at, at, you know, for the for for the All Star team. But um, hell, I would have never known he was with the A's if it wasn't for the Nationals announcers kind of cheap shotting us. So. I don't know. I'd say Candelario, probably, who they just dealt to Chicago. Was Candelario their all-star? Well, the other guy that got the game-tying the game tying hit, I can't remember his name. He's got 20 home runs. He's hitting about 280. He's got 60 RBIs. The guy that tied the game up, get the little, the little yeah, blue Ruiz. to right field, and got down in front of Butler. Yeah, I thought maybe he might have been the all-star, but I saw, I saw Finnegan's numbers, and I was like, whoa, that's – it's not bad. Who was their all star in 2020? 18 saves with like a 2 5 ERA, and I think he's 6 and 3 overall. It's funny when you put in Nationals, there's a. Oh, Josiah Gray was there. All right, what else you got? <laughs> a feisty townie on Saturday night. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, I, I hate losing the close games. So I, I just, you know. This is a bad team we're playing. You know, we give up. We, we get blown out yesterday. We lose a close game today. We don't want to get swept by the Nationals. We we got to come in tomorrow and at no. least salvage a game because yeah. it's just it's just it's you know it's like you said it's it's bad baseball. We're, we're I I I know we're you know some of our guys are young. I don't I hate I hate saying that I agree with you. The whole thing that we're young, all this blah blah blah. We, we got to salvage a win tomorrow. We we got to. Well, yeah, it's just it, it's like it's it just contradicts like last year. Majority of the year, a lot of our guys were 28 and older. This year, a lot of our guys were 28 and older. So it's like, okay, were we young then? No, I just, I, I just don't buy. For some reason in our sport, we love to fall back on what it used to be like, I guess. I don't know. And, you know, when we're all in covered wagons and wearing wool uniforms, oh, everybody's young and they're just off the farmlands. I mean. Baseball players, I mean, think about it. They, they like, 
broadcasters act like we're like in the 40s and 50s, right? He's a kid off the farm who just packed his suitcase and showed up to spring training. I'm like, these kids have locked have law these kids have logged so many innings, travel ball, high school ball. Would they play more baseball than ever before? All these high schools have the technology. Hell, they're putting they're putting those things on the knob of the bat, those sensors that are telling them all about their bat pass and their vertical. And I mean, we've got so much technology in this game, and our broadcasters still want to act like we're in covered wagons getting guys to spring training. Do, do you think the A's philosophy with, with with how we treat our minor leaguers and how, you know, I know the days of, oh, you need a 1,500 at-bats before you get to the show. Do you think, because I think I still think we're a little behind in playing really young guys. Do you think that, that there's that there'll come a time probably next, this year, cause I, I, I don't know, next year I don't think we're going to be a whole lot better depending on what we do in the offseason, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that it could be a real full-on, bring up a 20-year-old, a 21-year-old, bring up a Max Muncy kind of deal? Like, do you think that our organization will ever go the route of some other, you know, other Major League Baseball teams have done that? They've brought up really, really hey, young, fresh guys. You I, know? Don't have, I don't have it on me. I don't have it on me. But go look at the ages of the Astros in 20, 2013 and 2012. They're the model organization. They had two guys who played any amount of games in 2013 – one was Carlos Pena, played like 85 games. He was 35. I can't remember who the other guy was. Other than that, everybody was young. That's what the Astros did. They just brought up a bunch of young dudes, and they played them. And they didn't care. And that's what they did. They went young. How'd that work out? How's it working out for the I, I, Orioles right now? Well, I mean, I, I see some, you know, the, the 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 Rays have brought up young guys. The Mariners have done it. You know, the Padres, yeah. you know, Padres with, I, I just, Angels, I, I, wonder I mean, if, the know, Angels have been losing. They've been losing bad, but the Angels brought up a young guy. Bring up the young guys and let them play. Thank you, Greg. All right, 833-625-2278. We'll continue with your phone calls next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff. They just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity gig internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go, shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. 
my ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Breeze Car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Breeze Car clips right on your vent. You know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right, just right. Breathe happy for Breeze. Two-pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run homer for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right. You know what? I actually, I just got the uh, Nationals call of this play with Medina. Vince, I just sent it to you. I I haven't heard it. We're going to hear it all together. See if you can grab that. I just sent you the email. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Mendocino. Jeff, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Um, before I get into tonight's game, what is the start time for tomorrow's game, Sunday? Ooh, I believe tomorrow is a 10, it's 10.35. Right on. Nothing like bacon and A's on a Sunday morning. Let's That's go. My kind 10 a.m. We'll have the A's total access for you. Brought to you by Chevron. Be ready to ride. You know what? I wanted to be super. I was super excited because – Bladé's first at-bat, and then the uh-huh. home run, Geloff yeah. with the double, and then Butler's first hit. I was like, right on. I was like, there was the things that were that I wanted to really get into tonight, and I was excited about, and then it's just like, man, this Fizzled. other stuff just so overshadows. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a bummer. I mean, at first it seemed like they had momentum and like, all right, finally we're going to get a good game going here, a couple home runs, and then the tie. And But even all the way to the end there was a possibility and then a walk-off. It's like it stomped on our on our hearts for the A's. And uh, I was bummed out about it. Uh, I, I really, um, you know, with Snead and Medina, uh, we call that a PETA. Are you familiar with that acronym? pain in the ass you're a pain in the ass to the team to your buddies on the field to the fans to the management and if you continue to be a pita you'll be a ball boy for the opposition team to the savannah bananas and a bus to nowhere that's what i would tell them but that's just me so i i really do wish that they would get it together because it does them no good it does the team no good does nothing for their future and it, it basically is like pulling a balloon and having it just fizz off into the air and deflate right in front of you when it could go flying off and be a victory. Um, I, I really hope that for the rest of the year, well, I, I've been wanting to ask you what the possibility is of the A's not losing 100 games this year is. Where are they at on that number? <laughs> we'll, flip the, <laughs> we'll flip the coin yeah, on that 100. <laughs> I, I love it. Avoid a hundo. You'd have yeah. to get really, you'd have to get really hot, but you know well, what? Hey, why, you know, not? why not? Why not? Exactly. Why not you know, now? Gonna... 
you know if what? If we're having a rough year, take a stand coin, <laughs> now. After what happened tonight, take a stand now. We're not everybody. If you think we're losing, you know this would be one of those in a movie. You know, where the coach stands up. If you think we're losing 100 games, do not go out there and get on that bus back to the hotel. And then the team goes on not to. But, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. But I love the idea. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to flip it and have a little fun when you're oh, yeah. grim. You know, those endorphins help turn it around. And sometimes tonight maybe it's been. enough to, to tonight win. Sh- tonight should have been a win. Tonight should have been it talking should've. about Medina's growth. Tonight should have been the first hit for Butler. Tonight should have been Blade. Tonight should have been a fun show. And we were robbed by just, ugh. By the Little League play. Medina, you're a Pita de County. That's the biggest sin. We wanted to be happy. So don't be a repeat of Pita. Get to it together and let's start winning and playing ball. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Anything else you got for me? Well, I, I really would like to see more of the, as you've been saying, the, the youth get on there as much as possible. I think you're absolutely right, Tony. You've nailed it. Uh, I've, I had the uh, Angels game on uh, while I was listening to you guys, and the Astros just torched the wings off the Angels, even though they made all those trades for all those established players. They Well, they didn't make that many trades, but they kept Otani, of course. And so what I've seen most work is what you said about the uh, the youth. Who was the MVP for the Astros? He was the kid last year, the the youngest one on the team. Pena, so, yeah. Yeah, so that makes your point, I think, underlines it right there. So I'll be listening tomorrow, hoping we uh, can pull one out and salvage the series back east. Breakfast, bacon and A's. How do you like that? I do like that. Can I steal that from you? <laughs> Uh, absolutely. I've been, I actually wanted to give it to you. Bacon and A's on Sunday morning. That's my kind of church. Yeah, I hear you. The church of baseball. You know what? You got it. Call me tomorrow. I'm going to let you know how it works out. Great. I will. I'll be there. Bacon. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday fun day. Right on, Tony. Take have care. a good night. Bacon and A's tomorrow. Vince, you like that? Bacon and A's. Jeff and Mendocino brought something tonight. See, that's productivity. That's the think tank that is AceCast. Together, you know what? Individually, we may not all be that smart. But if you put us all together, we're a brainiac. Huh? Huh? One big think tank. What time do we start tomorrow, Vince? Is it 10? 9.55, bacon and A's. 9.55, A's total access. I like it. All right. Do you have the call, Vince, our call of that play? Yeah, I said you got the Nationals call, but did you cut up the A's version of it? Okay. Well, let's hear, coming up next, how did Bob Carpenter – and I believe it would be Bob Carpenter, right, who was doing the on the call? Bob Car let's see how old Bob and the Nationals broadcast how they viewed the Medina play next right here on the Ace Clubhouse show.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get 1.2 gig internet for $25 a month for two years when you get Xfinity Mobile with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Now TV and Xfinity Mobile require Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got Xfinity. Now the kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff. They just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese? The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity gig internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. 
Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. you got to go to their website right now, linksoul.com. The new polos are unbelievable. New colors, lighter weight. We got our new summer shipment, Cody. I couldn't be happier. I look better, all thanks to Link Soul. So we're talking about new polos. You can check out their shorts. Anything you need for summer, they have it right now. When you go to their website, they've got a smoking summer deal. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. One pitch. Butler swings. It's a drive to left center field. On the run is call. It's going to be over his head and off the wall. Heading for third is Soderstrom. They're going to hold him there. And into second with his first big league hit is Lawrence Butler. A ringing double off the wall in left center in front of the A's bullpen. And congratulations to Lawrence Butler, his first major league hit. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Alrighty, the number is 833-625-2278. I just realized this is our last segment. I, I that's, that's what happens when you get fired up. This game got me fired up. In a good way and in a bad way. I want you to hear, I have not heard it yet. We're going to experience this all together. We've heard our spin. Let's hear the other side. How did the other side, that's the Washington Nationals, how did their broadcast team feel about the play tonight with Medina? Here you go. Before that, he was almost untouchable coming out of the All-Star break. Up the middle, look at that play by the pitcher. Nobody, what is this? He never went to the bag. He never threw it to Soderstrom. And I tell you, Eric Young Jr. is screaming in delight at Vargas for hustling. He made a great play to glove that ball and then forgot to make the rest of the play. You hear their their color guy. What is he doing? (laughs) Oh, a teachable moment. Yeah, it's like school, folks. Coaching. School, teaching, it's teaching. The student made a mistake, but it's a bad mistake. And it's one of those mistakes where you have to make sure, listen, you don't do this. I believe in you. I think you're going to be a great student. I think you're going to go on and do great things once you leave this school. But that kind of stuff can't happen. It's bad for the school. It's bad for you. That's bad for everybody. See, in sports, we don't like to think about sports as regular life. This is real life. This is regular life. 
you got to look at it the same way. It's bad for business. It's bad for the school. It's bad for the organization. It's not. It's a reflection on all of us. There's no reason for that kind of play. And let's face it, a lot of other things too. Knowing how to play the game, uh, you're going to keep hearing it at nauseum. It's the young guys. Well, we had old guys here, and we didn't play well and didn't make good decisions either. So, but these guys, I mean, I am, once again, Blade. Blade showed you. This is why you want to see him play. I don't even want to get into having Ruiz hit for him. But Ruiz's numbers against lefty, I'll take those numbers and stick it. J.J. Bleday, you're playing. You want to pinch hit Ruiz, pinch hit him somewhere else. And Ruiz has been great with runners in scoring position. Maybe you should have just played him tonight. Once again, that's kind of the problem that you're going to have with the older players. What are you going to do when Tony Kemp comes back? Who's going to go? I mean, Rooker, you're, you've basically been hiding Rooker lately. You're only going to play him in matchups certain times. I mean, Rooker came into tonight. He hit the home run, which was great to see. But Rooker was hitting like 130 this month. So what are you going to do? Because Tony Kemp, there's no room. You're not going to put him at second base anymore, are you? What are you going to do with Lemus Diaz? What do you do with Tony Kemp? What do you do with Rooker? What do you do with Seth Brown? I mean, essentially, you need Diaz, who got another hit tonight. I, You know what? My apologies, Jordan Diaz. Jordan Diaz got a hit in the second inning. Got to see Jordan Diaz hit play. Jordan Diaz made some good plays tonight at third. All right. Awesome. Let's see Diaz play third. Let's see Allen play short. Let's see Geloff play second base. Soderstrom here at first base. Should be. So then what do you do with Rooker? What do you do with Brown? What do you do with Kemp? What do you do with Diaz? You're going to send Butler down? What if Butler gets more hits? Then all of a sudden you're like, this guy can play. I love watching Lawrence Butler play. Can't send him down. There's going to be some tough conversations. We've talked about that. And those tough conversations are coming. But what's best for the team long term is to see all, once all the young guys, like I really haven't seen J.J., I mean, Yes, this whole narrative that Katze's told these guys that, you know, he doesn't go back on it. I think Blade can play outfield. I, you know, let, let's see LB, Lawrence Butler, play every day. Nick Allen can play shortstop. Geloff has turned himself into a second baseman. I don't see a lot of boneheaded plays out there from a lot of these guys. And if they play every day and they gel together, whoo. You got something. You got something not only for spring training. You got we got something to talk about in the off season. All righty. Let's check the out of town scoreboard. Brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Uh, games in progress. 
Texas leads San Francisco 6-2, top of the eighth. L.A. leads Colorado down Dodger Stadium 4-1, bottom of the eighth. Scoreless up in Seattle between the Orioles and the Mariners. King Felix, rightfully so, went into the Mariners Hall of Fame tonight. Congratulations to him. Um, Do you think the Mets, if they could just quit right now, just can we just quit? Braves go in there, doubleheader today. They score three touchdowns in game one to win 21-3 and then beat them in game two 6-0. It's embarrassing. Chicago beats Toronto 5-4. My Cubs, I've adopted the Cubs. They got the win today. Uh, Joey Bats, they honored Jose Batista today in Toronto. Pretty cool. Detroit takes down Boston 6-2. Boston and the Yanks continue to be frauds. Uh, back-to-back nights. Tampa Bay has walked it off against Cleveland, this time 6-5. to five. That was a really good game. I got to watch the end of that. Marlins, Sandy Alcantara dealing. Marlins take down the Yankees 3-1. to one. The reigning NL Cy Young Award winner hasn't had a good year, but he was money tonight. Minnesota spanks Philly 8-1. to one. It was St. Louis 5, Kansas City 4. Houston, relentless, relentless. They are basically ending the Angels' season right in front of our eyes. They beat them again, this time 11-3. Oh, wow. Milwaukee over Chicago, 3-2. And poor Bob Melvin, his team stinks. By the way, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh postponed. Padres, Diamondbacks, Torrey Lovello finally got his team to get a victory. Snakes beat the Padres 3-zip. San Diego shut out for the 10th time. How about this? I just saw this on the tracker on MLB Network. Padres 6-44. 6-44 when scoring four runs or less. 6-44. Wow. And Major League Baseball had to take over their their you know their cable. Bally's wasn't paying anymore, so they're now they're now doing all streaming, which, as we'll tell you, is the future. More people are being able to see the games than ever before down in Padre Land. But there was a problem with the stream tonight. So not only you got a problem with the stream, you're shut out. Padres fifty six and sixty one. Ouch. All righty, what's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 9.55, bacon and A's. You like that? A's Total Access. Brought to you by Chevron, 9.55. We're going to have Mark Katze on the program. We're going to have Tommy Everidge, the hitting coach with Vince. And then first pitch is going to be at 10.35, Ken Waldachuk against Trevor Williams. A lot of good, some bad, tough game tonight. Athletics lose 3-2, to two. back at it tomorrow at 9.55, first pitch at 10.35. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful Saturday night. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 